innovate. Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, taking your business to the next level. Coming up on Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. You need mastery in what you do and you must service an industry that's fairly lucrative or can at least afford your services. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with a passionate hobby. Hey everybody, I'm David Frangioni. CEO and co-founder of All Access IDA, Inspire and Develop Artists, and Frangioni Media. And you're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changer. Check it out. Hello, I'm Erica Wolf-Murray, author of Simple Tips, Smart Ideas, Build a Bigger, Better Business. Um, The simple tip that I want to share with you today is that of going back through the work that you've done over past years and really looking at it to see whether you're missing a trick and not charging your current clients for some of the skills that you picked up during your long career. It's a really easy, easy task to do and sometimes it's just best drawing it up big on the wall or on a huge big pad of paper rather than sitting there within your doing it within an Excel spreadsheet. So take yourself right back to when you were 15, 16. Think about all the different ways that you have earned money over your life. Go into every single client, go into every single freelance project and really, really unpack what each of them offered you in terms of things you learnt, things you sold to clients, things you've been paid for and write them all out. Now, those are all an amazing, rich amalgam of skills and talents that you can take forward to clients today. But perhaps you'd like to package them up slightly differently. If so, sort them out. Are some of them business offerings? Perhaps some of them are creative offerings, or maybe some are around children or different aspects of your career. Brand development, say, something like that. Well, look at them all, wrap them up and understand how to take them forward into your career tomorrow, next week, when you're working with people you've perhaps not met before. Ensure that your offer is really, really thorough. And that's my tip for today. So Erica Wolf-Murray signing off here. And if you want to find a copy of Simple Tips, Smart Ideas, Build a Bigger, Better Business, it's available on Amazon and also from Waterstones and Foils. Hope you have a good day. Welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers with your host Kizzy Nkwacha. A show for innovators and motivators, people just like you. Kizzy is the publisher of Business Game Changer magazine and the property investor, editor of the successful Women in Business book series and the best-selling Every Entrepreneur's Guide series. Every week, Kizzy and his guests provide you with the tools you need to take your game-changing business to the next level. Listen, learn and innovate. Now meet your host, your mentor and your fellow game changer, Kizzy Nkwacha. 
Hello and welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. My next guest, Tanja Lee, is a multi-award winning leadership and mindset specialist who dedicates her time and energy to empowering real estate leaders, teams and property professionals to grow themselves and their businesses in the least amount of time. Now, if you're thinking about taking your property business to the next level, this is one show you can't afford to miss. It's Friday. I'm Kizzy and this is Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Listen, learn and and innovate. Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Don't just play the game, change the game. Welcome to the show. After having what she described as a less than impressive experience with real estate agents back in November 2014, while she was looking to sell her own family home, Tanja Lee had one of those precious eureka moments. It was then that she decided to focus her peak performance coaching business into the real estate industry with the aim to elevate the rapport building skills of agents and the leadership within national brands. The result of this epiphany? It's been nothing short of remarkable. Tanja Lee is the recent winner of the REB Women in Real Estate Industry Thought Leader of the Year 2019, as well as the Wellness Advocate of the Year 2019. She's also picked up the REB's Industry Thought Leader of the Year 2019, and she is the Mentor of the Year 2019. Tanja, it's great to have you with us. Oh, Kizzy, thank you so much. I'm extremely grateful. It's an honor to have you with us, Tanja. I um, I mentioned in my intro that a few years ago, you experienced one of those rare and precious eureka moments that compelled you to change the focus of your business. Tell us how that came about. <laughs> yes, absolutely. First of all, thanks again for the opportunity, Kizzy, to connect with you and, and your awesome tribe. Uh, so it was back in November 2014, uh, we were looking to sell our family home and to be honest, I was just pretty gobsmacked at the lack of connection and rapport building skills of the agents that we had come through the property and there were some fundamental things that were really missing uh, and so that experience just had me dive into an inquiry around well, what are other people's experience? And because it's a significant transaction, uh, it's pretty much the biggest financial decision most people will make in their lives. Yet the quality of service and the quality of rapport just didn't match to me the gravity of the situation. So uh, after a pretty less than impressive uh, interview with with two agents particularly, and then one was a standout, he, he was actually quite good, I spent three and a half months researching the industry. I was looking at the time to niche because I had studied entrepreneurial leadership for three and a half years and my mentor at the time was really sharing, and I know your audience is very entrepreneurial, they're either listening right now and you're at the startup phase or you're an established business and you want to go to the next level. One of the biggest business lessons I received was great businesses niche an inch wide and go a mile deep. And they also practice what's called the hedgehog principle being you have to love what you do, but you also have to love business. You need mastery in what you do and you must service an industry that's fairly lucrative or can at least afford your service. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with a passionate hobby. So there I was. I had my peak performance coaching business, but I wasn't niched. I was pretty much coaching many different business owners. I had a bad experience in an industry that I knew was lucrative, and I thought, 
you know, I'm a big believer in Gandhi's quote, be the change you want to see in the world, Kizzy. So three and a half months of research, met with industry leaders, pretty quickly diagnosed what I saw were the problems and uh, then just completely niched my coaching business into real estate and four and a half years later we are doing well and and really grateful for the growth that we've had. What type of reaction did you get from the uh, real estate industry when you announced your intention to change the focus of your peak performance coaching business? That's such a great question but the predominant feedback Kizzy because remember I'm not a real estate agent so I've never listed and sold a house but I do have 30 years experience working in the corporate, private, retail, government sectors. I know how to deliver extraordinary customer service. I know how to add value and I absolutely know how to grow business and people. So the feedback I got was literally this, and I don't want to sound kind of too full of myself. You know, how the feedback has been, you are a breath of fresh air. And, I, and here's why, Kizzy. Whenever I coach, whenever I speak, wherever, whenever I train or even write articles, I'm always standing in the vendor and buyer's shoes or, you know, for your listeners, in the consumer's shoes. I'm always present to what are the problems that they're navigating, what are the things that they need support with, and I coach from that place, which keeps me very I guess the content extremely relevant and extremely honest versus I'm, you know, I'm an agent. This is the way I've always done it and like kind of paint by numbers. So feedback is you're a breath of fresh air. All my business over the four and a half years has been referral and uh, that, you know, it's inspiring. It's a different perspective and it's extremely entrepreneurial. Well, I guess by the very nature of what you do, the issues that you're dealing with aren't just specific um, to the real estate industry. So I guess my next question has to be, what are the most common mindset challenges faced by business leaders in your experience? <laughs> Great question. Yeah. So if we keep it generic for the purpose of your wider audience, you know, one of the biggest dances I would say mentally is the, the, the dance kizzy of working both in and on the business. And, you know, E-Myth Revisited is a, such a great book that kind of distinguishes the journey of a business owner. You really are kind of in three personalities. You're the technician like predominantly on the tools, like doing the doing, whether you're the baker, the hairdresser, the nail technician, the IT person, the web developer, whatever it is. So you can be the technician, then you want to move up to being the manager, and then ultimately we all want to be entrepreneurial. However, that is a process. And I think the thing from my experience, Kizzy, is that Many people don't consider that. They go, you know, they take that courageous step and go, I'm going to start my own business. Awesome. They either get the office or get the URL. They register the business name. They get the, the you know, business cards or the flyers. And they're a, te they're a technician. They're delivering a service or they're delivering a product. And if, if we don't actively sit down and reverse engineer our time to tick off what I call, Kizzy, the three steps for business success, being one, raise your standards. Are you clear about your vision? Do you know exactly who your client is and who your end user is? Because they're two different people. The end users are the people that use your products and services. The ideal client ultimately is someone that has a funnel, someone that has a network or a tribe 
of all lots and lots and lots of end users because it saves you time, which is leverage. And do you have values? Do you have a financial game plan? And can you turn your shoulds into must? So that's kind of raise your standards. That's the first piece. The second piece is simplify your strategies. You must be strategic. And Kizita, really answer your question. This is the piece where I see many people fall down because they don't know what they don't know. You must have daily rituals. You must have an intentional week. You must be able to go onto your Outlook calendar. Or if I said to you, Kizzy, right, show, share your screen with me right now. Show me your calendar. And if your calendar isn't allocated time to work in and on the business, you're going to be highly reactive and not necessarily responsive. You want to automate your business as much as possible. And then there's the third step. This is really going to answer your question. This step is all about elevating your state. How are you showing up in your business physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually? Because here's the real deal. People buy people, not products. They buy your energy. And if you don't value yourself and your products and services or your value proposition and the difference you make, there's going to be an incongruency and people just won't connect with you. So you've got to own your value, know your client, and be strategic so you can have a lot of time to connect with and serve as many people as possible. Then you'll get momentum and you won't be paying, playing the you know, cash flow concern game. Okay, don't mind me. I'm just taking notes here, and um, I've got in front of me. My mate Tanja says the three steps to business success are raise your standards, simplify your strategy, and have an intentional week, and also elevating your state. Is is that about right? You think? Yep, bang on. Excellent, um, Tanja. This sounds so much like the sort of stuff we should be taught in schools, but we, we we're not, and we we have to learn these things as we go along. And sometimes it can be a hell of a journey. So, from what you're saying, you're offering businesses not not a shortcut, but you're offering them the keys that will help them unlock their potential. But who are you aiming your services at? Are you talking to people who are already established in business but want to learn how to take their business to the next level? Or are you aiming yourself primarily at people who are new and are taking their very first steps on their game-changing journey? Uh, Well, in my particular industry, I'm typically talking to people that are established and, and can uh, either afford to invest in a one-on-one coach uh, and those that can't that are more in the startup phase they tend to subscribe to my mindset mastery monday or rapid fire friday free vlogs where i, I literally you know kizzy just like you you know we're just curating content and passing the baton sharing the wisdom sharing the lessons that we've learned and continue to learn in in service of others so, but the predominantly my clients would be established businesses that are really looking to leverage and grow. But that being said, you know, anyone that's listening here and, and is a startup, like, oh my gosh, there is so much gold that I could share with you and a more, you know, like in, in more information that 
that I learned six years ago that if I didn't learn, I, I'd be spinning and I would just have a, a passionate hobby and not a successful business that's continuing to grow. I was just thinking, I love the fact that you constantly refer to being of service to others. How important is this idea of being of service, do you think, to entrepreneurs? Or more accurately, how important should it be? It's everything. And here's, it, it is for me, Kizzy, it's everything. And it starts internally. So this being of service to others is internal and external. My belief is the greatest leaders or the greatest business owners treat their people like the life source, not the workforce of their business. So if you're listening to this and you have a team, even if it's one assistant, even if it's a VA, a virtual assistant, you know, my invitation is are you treating them like they're your client? Are you treating them like their future fulfilled exists in the marrow of your bones? That is not only my philosophy, but it's Richard Branson's philosophy. His philosophy is treat your people like gold and they'll make your clients feel amazing. So being of service to your people internally, number one, is critical. Then number two is definitely that servanthood leadership to your consumer. When your consumer's feel that you are relational, uh, Kizzy, and not transactional, that's when you can build brand loyalty. That's when you create raving fans. That's when you have incredible automated lead generation because your business is just predominantly growing through word of mouth. Because as I said before, I really believe people buy people, not products. They buy you. And if they feel you genuinely love them and care for them and it's relational, not transactional, it's, it, that, that is uh, a Friday game-changing piece of information. I couldn't agree with you more, Tanja. And in fact, as you're, as you're talking, I've got goosebumps running up and down my arm because everything you're saying makes such perfect sense. Um, I remember when I used to work in London, um, working for other publishing companies, I'd come in as a head of content or head of publishing. And on my very first day, my very first week, I'd make a point of meeting as many department heads as possible, as many of the employees as possible, who work within the same organization and I'd say to them look the quality of my life depends on the success of yours so what can I do to help you what can I do to make a difference to what you're doing here within the organization and Tanja you'd be surprised at how many people were shocked that uh, a senior member of staff would a want to meet them for no immediate reason but b would offer to simply help. Yeah, and you know what's rare, Kizzy, I think in this high-tech, high-touch, swipe left, swipe, swipe right society where, you know, instant coffee just isn't instant enough for most people, thanks to a, a great quote by a great speaker here, Matt Church, like we, like we just forget that it's, a, it's the human connection that really makes the difference and and, you know, it's like this, if, if there were two coffee shops, like a few doors down from each other, and you walked into one coffee shop, and maybe the coffee's not amazing, and maybe it's even more expensive than the other one, but when you walked in, the staff greet, they said, hey, Kizzy, how was your weekend, man? And, you know, what did you get up to? Or how was, how's the missus? Or how's the kids? And how's your podcast going? And, you know, the usual, and then the barista calls your name. Like you're likely to go there than you are a couple of doors down where they don't acknowledge you, you're just another order, 
and the coffee's cheap. You know, the coffee might even be cheaper, but it's how do you, how valued do you feel? How important do you feel? And, and Kizzy, I'm pretty old fashioned when it comes to business. I really believe in the ancient Egyptian merchant priest kind of philosophy. The ancient Egyptians believed that there were merchant priests and their job was to raise the consciousness of humanity through business. And this was about deep connection through consumerism, but done in a way with just great presence and love. And I don't care if it's ancient Egyptian times or 2020. We're real people with real lives that just need stuff or need a service. And if you're the business providing the stuff or the service, connect, speak from the heart. Get genuinely interested because people will feel the difference. This, this almost sounds like a, a spiritual message, not just a business strategy one. Um, is, is, that, is that what you're what you hoping to, to, to achieve with your clients? You know, interestingly, there's a lot of my clients who, you know, I, I believe, I truly wholeheartedly believe, I, and I'm glad you've asked this. I, you, you did say this is going to be the best interview of the week, and I think you're bang on already. <laughs> because, because it's true because it's not, the spirituality is, is not crushed velvet, you know, skulls on staffs, incense burning, woo-woo. Spirituality for me, Kizzy, is our ability to fulfill our human potential as it's designed, the ability to be magicians of the material world now. If we can put man on the moon and safely return them home, we can deliver great products and services. And I wholeheartedly believe that business is an opportunity to uh, really, you know, express ourselves creatively, to be a conscious contribution to others, to actively create employment, which turns the the economics around the wheel around and gives us access to earn as much money as we're willing to work for which gives us access to choice where we can carve our own future rather but but you know it's different strokes for different folks your audience are entrepreneurs your audience are either starting up you know turning their idea or their passion into a profitable you know cash cow or they're an established business that wants to leverage or scale or grow i wholeheartedly believe those that are hardwired for an entrepreneurial journey can definitely be aligned with fulfilling their spiritual potential and when you are working in flow and not force when you are coming from a higher realm that's where growth really occurs how important is the idea of working for a, a higher purpose other than just to make money? I feel like that's a big question. For me, it's very important and it depends on everyone's values. I, I certainly wouldn't be a judge of the reason why people choose to be in business because, you know, as Tony Robbins says, uh, Kizzy, people do things for one of two reasons. We're either avoiding pain or we're seeking pleasure. Those avoiding pain are typically, you know, financially challenged or in debt or struggling to pay the bills or they've got sick kids or parents they're trying to keep healthy or even alive. So there's a motive, you know, there's, a, there's an external motive to keep them going. However, international research shows, Kizzy, that that can be uh, an exhausting motive and those people that align Fortunately, like me, and I'm assuming like you, when you find out your why, 
your personal or spirit's why, when you can couple that into a business, woof, like you are you are working and you know it's like you're not doing it for the money you're not doing it for fame you're not doing it for accolades or awards you're just doing it for the sheer joy of fulfilling on your soul's destiny and making a difference to others and if that's not what floats your boat that's cool too if your journey is to just make as much money as you're willing to work for in a period of time so you can travel the world Awesome. That's a spiritual journey too. I think you just have to honor your own individual why and that is a critical piece to establish whether you're a startup or you're an entrepreneur because as you know, Kizzy, being an entrepreneur, it, it can be a grind. You know, you've got to be willing to show up, front up, fall down, dust yourself off, pick yourself up and, and you know, wash and rinse and repeat. So if you don't have a why that helps you get out of bed in the morning, it's going to feel like Groundhog Day, your mojo will start getting impacted, you won't deliver great service. So I think it's an individual thing, but for me it's paramount. Amazing. I love the idea. Find your why, find your purpose. I'm going to write your name down because I think you're going to be my personal guru um, every time I have a moment of doubt, I'm going to I'm going to pull out one of your your phrases and your sayings to empower myself because that the idea of the magicians of the material world now that is a tangent phrase, and I'm going to use that on my Instagram. Oh, well, you're gorgeous. Uh, so, you know, there's a few people that have said that I can't take ownership for that, but it's it's kind of one of those things that circles around. And I, I do. It's, there, there really are two orientations we can work from. We can work from our ego, or in my practice I call it she-go for us ladies and the he-go for us fellas, or ego if you, you don't associate with a particular gender at all. Uh, and, you know, you're either in your what you can call your inner saboteur self that you know like just just tries to sabotage your success or you can work from your soul and that is where you get really purposeful and define your why and it, the longevity in that space is quite extraordinary fantastic i think we can all relate to that tanja but hold that thought um, we're going to take a quick music break and come back to our conversation in just a few minutes this week's incredibly talented entrepreneur this week's incredibly talented boss star is palab sarka founding director of london-based apollo strategic communications now apollo is a strategic communications agency which specializes in helping elite companies organizations and individuals engage with their target audience but when he's not making molding and mobilizing public opinion Palab picks up a pen and microphone and produces nothing short of sheer magic. Here he is, Palab Saka, performing Not Gonna Fall In Love With You. Have a listen to this. My heart is open to the future every day But when I first saw you my eyes away You stopped and asked me a question I really didn't know what to say I should have walked away right then But I decided to stay I think about you every day and every night 
Don't you think it's funny that I knew you at first sight And even though my heart tells me this is true Hi, this is Raisin. Hi, I'm Jamie Martin from Ideal Shopping Direct. I'm Kate Bell, founder of Zipassin. Hi, my name is Eirik Aide Patterson. I'm a co-founder of Seaborg Technologies. Hi, I'm Katie Farrell, transformation coach, founder of The Catalyst for Life. Hey everybody, I'm David Frangioni, CEO and co-founder of All Access IDA, Inspire and Develop Artists, and you're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changer. Check it out. So I picked up the pieces While you were shivering to the bone I got a little drunk that night And called you on the phone I think about you every day and every night Don't you think it's funny that I knew you first sight And even though my heart tells me this is true I'm not gonna fall in touch with Kizzy's Friday Game Changers by emailing FridayGameChangers at email.com and follow us on Twitter by searching for Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Everyone's telling me to have a little romance, but I've been here before and I know what happens next. A lot of and heartache Silly breaking up text So I'm not gonna fall in love With you With you With you Hi, this is Rob Basso, CEO of Associated Human Capital Management, and you're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. Even though my heart tells me this is true, I'm not going to fall in love with you, with you. The world-famous Game Changers Show, Game Changers Show, Game Changers Show. Welcome back. Before the break, you'll listen to Palab Sarkar, founding director of London-based Apollo Strategic Communications. I'm in the studio talking to leadership and mindset specialist, Tanja Lee. Now, Tanja, we're at my favourite part of the show. Now, this is a section we call past, present and future. What it means is that I'm going to ask you three questions about your business past, your business present and your business future. And if we get this right, the answers will give us a unique insight into the mind of game changer, Tanja Lee. Are you game? Bring it on. Brilliant. Let's get into it. Um, now, you've got to imagine you can hear a clock ticking in the background. That's the sound of time passing by second after second. Imagine yourself traveling back in time to meet the young Tanjad Lee just starting out on her entrepreneurial journey. What one thing would you tell Tanja to make sure she does? And what one thing would you tell her to make sure she doesn't do? Whoa. All right. One thing to do. Tanja, listeners, believe in yourself. Trust your intuition, trust your gut, and go for it. And one thing not to do, don't procrastinate. When you get an idea, when you get a hunch, when you get a sense of feeling or goosebumps or a whisper in the shower, 
pick up the phone and call the person, get the pen and paper and write the action, take the step and trust that's your higher self talking to you. Don't procrastinate. Well, I've got to say those two ideas have got to be the two most powerful concepts. We've got to get our heads around um, if we're going to become a successful game-changing entrepreneur. Just the first one alone, that is a huge task. Believing in yourself, that is a challenge for most of us, isn't it? Uh, look, uh, yes. And look, as a peak performance specialist and a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and trainer, which for those that have never heard what NLP means, it's just a fancy term that means the relationship between your thoughts, words, belief, action and results. As a coach, Kizzy, the number one thing that gets in the way of us producing our desired results and fulfilling on our hopes and dreams and our potential is we all share as our blood is red that uh, to some degree we don't believe we're good enough. I've never met a person over the years I've been coaching and training that does not to a degree think they're not good enough. And here's the thing you've got to know, game changers, the bigger the game you play, the louder that voice gets that you're not good enough, you don't, you're not worthy, you don't deserve it, you don't belong, he's better than you, she's better than you. And you've got to master the message of your mind and tune in to what I call Soul FM versus Ego AM. But that could be another podcast. Just making a note of that. Master the message of your mind. Uh, Tanja, that does strike a responsive chord, not just with me, but I'm sure with all of our listeners out there. Um, I remember years and years ago when I was a publicist for B2C list celebrities, um, I was given success very, very quickly. And I remember doing a TV show for the BBC, I think it was. Yeah, for the BBC. And I was looking around at this panel of um, uh, politicians, world leaders, uh, industry heavyweights. And there was me. And I was thinking to myself, any minute now, someone's going to find out about me. They're going to wonder what the hell I'm doing here. So you're telling me that's not just me. So this is a common feeling that we all share as game changers. Yeah, look, for some it is. You know, some people just have this innate, unstoppable, blazing forward, go crazy like approach. But I, I would say that's the minority. The majority are just, you know what? human beings showing up, giving life a crack and, and, and doing their best job. But there is something quite uh, powerful around having either a coach or a friend or someone in your corner that won't collude with your victim, won't collude with when you doubt yourself, will be the champion for your potential to be fulfilled and will call you straight when you're being slimy with your declarations or promises or intentions. So I, I will say, uh, Kizzy, to everyone listening, if you don't have someone in your corner that's going to remind you of how awesome you are, that's going to reflect your why when you forget, that's going to hold the mirror up for what you said you wanted to create, because there will be times, there will be days, there will be markets and seasons and reasons that you'll want to quit, you'll want to pack it in, you'll want to give it up, and it'll feel too hard. 
and and this entrepreneurial journey don't let it be a solopreneurial journey you you know it takes a village to raise a child and for me Kizzy a business is a child startups are infants you know established businesses are toddlers they want to run but they got to learn how to crawl so you got to you got to have someone in your tribe that is waving their pom-poms for you for sure okay right so i need you from what i understand i need somebody who's going to call me straight when I'm yeah. being slimy with my intentions. Congratulations, uh, Tanja, you've just been nominated. How does that make you feel? I accept. It would be an honour, of course. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I have witnesses. You're now, you're now my guru, so I'm going to be calling you every couple oh, of days. Well, you know what they say about the term guru? It means G-U-R-U. And the true guru is the one not with the answers but the mirror to help you see the own reflection of your greatness and just remind you who you are. That's it. That works for me. That works for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the past well and truly taken care of. Tanja, let's zip forward into the present. What one achievement are you most proud of? Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, well, you know, from a, yeah, one. Like, uh, you know, there's the, the, the mother in me obviously wants to say my two amazing daughters that I've uh, helped raise into the world. And then the, if I can be greedy and go one business achievement would be, you know, I recently Kizzy had a, a client that was starting a, a coaching program with me, one-on-one -on -one coaching. And uh, he got on to his first coaching call. So we were doing it via Zoom conference call, which means he's in one state here in Australia, I'm in another and uh, we can see each other on video. The screen pops up. I'm excited. It's his first session. He looks a little somber and and bleak, actually. And he says, Tanja, I'm going to drop a bombshell on you. And I said, and I thought uh, he doesn't want to coach, right? Not that it's a bombshell, but it's not a good start for, for him or for us. I thought that was it. And I said, okay, give it to me. And he said, I tried to kill myself four days ago and you're my last resort. And so this, uh, this kind of had me become uber-present pretty quickly. And, and I, I mean, I was always already pretty present. The back of my mind's going, holy crapola, uh, I need to contribute something here. And the front of my heart was just be here with the truth in his message. And I'm really happy to say that, uh, and I've had a number of clients, Kizzy, that had the overwhelm of the entrepreneurial journey, the responsibility to their family, their level of insecurity, the managing the cash flow, the feeling not good enough. Like the, we're talking the sediment of this ex experience that I think, you know, what's surfacing for me right now is where we're speaking is I think there's, um, a shadow side to business that we need to bring light to because there are seriously people in business that are struggling in their relationships with their health, with their finances, and some are actually considering not being here anymore. So happy to report that all my clients that have been in that situation, and not all of them are, but I've had a handful, and this particular guy 
uh, now absolutely thriving. That he is choosing to be alive. He's taken his fitness on. He's just got a promotion. He's got an opportunity to become a director. His eight-month-old son now has a father that's showing up. His young wife has a husband that comes home and isn't out partying and on the gear for days on end. And the most important thing is he sends me texts saying, my family and I are so grateful for you. You've changed our lives. That to me, Kizzy, beats any award, any contract, anything, because someone has made the choice to live versus end it. What an incredible story. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking to myself, Tanja's primary motivator has to be to make a difference because everything she says to me tells me this is somebody who has to make a difference in the lives and businesses of others. How important is that to you really? That's my that's why I'm here. That's why I'm alive. I knew at the I'm forty seven now at the moment where we're doing this interview and you know, I knew at the age of sixteen I just had this sense that I you know, I really uh, well, when I was a young kid, I kind of imagined being a teacher. I didn't know what I was teaching, but as an older kid, I knew I I knew I wanted to be I wanted to be a voice for people to believe in themselves. However, I didn't believe in myself as a kid. I didn't believe in myself as a teenager in my twenties, even in my thirties. I think not only just in my forties, I'm really congruent with my soul. But yeah, it, it's it's not what I do; it's who I am, and and I'm fortunate enough to have created a business where I can show up inspired. See, there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. Motivation is you need an external motive to take action on a consistent basis. Inspiration, Kizzy, which is who you are for me, is you are in spirit. You are inspired. You don't have to get paid to do what you do. It's a bonus. And when you're in that place, you you attach a meaningful business that solves problems or add benefits to that energy. <laughs> Watch what happens. Wow. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I'm just recalling a, a meeting I had with my team uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was now, where I said to them that um, the two most important days of our lives are one, the day we're born, and two, the day we know why. And once we know why we're born, we have purpose. And once we have purpose, we know what we should be doing. From what you're saying, Tanja, it sounds as though you found out your why at a very early age. Yeah, I did, actually. You, you, you bang on. Absolutely did. Well, looking at my notes, it seems as though we've taken care of the present uh, with infinite ease. And I knew you would, Tanja. Let's sit forward into the future. Let's go forward 100 years. Tanja, what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like to be remembered? Uh, I really would love to be remembered for the level of love and presence I brought to every interaction and that I inspired people to fulfill on their potential now. And as a result of their own inspiration of their greatness, they went on and fulfilled the landscape of their heart, whether that's an entrepreneurial journey, whether that's making yo-yos, baking cookies, making babies, or, you know, going on a hike on your own through Nepal, that people around me felt better about themselves as a result of being in my presence. 
I have a feeling that you are already there. I suspect that you've already smashed that goal. But um, who knows what you're going to be achieving in the in the weeks and months and the years to come. But I know that I definitely want to find out. Tanjo, I've got millions and millions of questions to ask you. But I, I'm aware of the fact that we've gone way over our allotted time as usual. But... What I'd like to do is maybe come back to you in a couple of weeks and a couple of months so we can touch base and maybe share some more insight and wisdom. Would you reckon? Ah, uh, yes, I would love to. Fantastic. But uh, before then, Tanja, it's been an incredibly inspiring experience talking to you. And it's an experience that I'm hoping we can do again and again and again. Ah, uh, Kizzy, well, listen, bless you for curating content that's adding value to your audience. Thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation and, and to you that are listening. You know, I, I end all of my vlogs with this quote. I'd love to share it with you if I may. And that is the words of the late, great Maya Angelou. And she said, one of her quotes is, you know, remember that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So, Kizzy, thanks for making me feel so welcome. Thanks for inviting me to be part of your Friday Game Changers. And, of course, I'd love to come and play again. The amazing Tanja Lee. Uh, Tanja's incredibly inspiring story reinforces my belief that once your mindset changes, everything on the outside will change along with it. People with a, a growth mindset believe that they can improve with effort. They outperform those with a fixed mindset because they embrace challenges, treating them as opportunities to learn something new. Tanja Lee has learned this lesson. I hope you do too. Listen, learn and innovate. Playing us out is a track called But I'll Try, performed by Palab Sarkar, founding director of London-based Apollo Strategic Communications. See you next week. touch with Kizzy's Friday Game Changers by emailing FridayGameChangers at email.com and follow us on Twitter by searching for Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. It's been a long old summer, but we're strong. Ringing through
I'm Jamie Martin from Ideal Shopping Direct, and my Fridays wouldn't be complete without Kizzy's Game Changer Show. And the planets and the galaxies, they reach so far. Gravity brings you closer to my heart. And the birds in the sky say we've been talking too long. And the fishes in the sea tell us we belong. And the hummingbird is singing sweet, sweet, sweet song. It's been a long old. The world. Famous Game Changer Show. Game Changer Show. Game Changer Show.